0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back. We are on another edition, episode 55. Eric Daze, for those of you on the south side of Chicago. Boys, welcome back. With us, as always. And, and, man, there's there's a lot of eyes in Champaign, Illinois, these days. We're going to talk about why, but first and foremost, boys, Bernardi. Boys, how we doing, bud?
1: Doing well. Good start to the weekend on Sunday. I was at the game when Illinois clinched their first Big Ten title in 17 years and um, scrapped through this week, putting a couple shifts as uh, – Uncle Mike and Uncle Dave like to say, and now I'm on spring break. Looking forward to March Madness at Calcutta and um, just relaxing.
0: Spring break, boys. And and um, unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen, he did not follow the other co-eds down to Miami. So we are not going to have a ton of great updates there. But uh, with us, as always, eh, God, this guy's just absolutely grinding these days. Davey Brackets from Naperville, Illinois, Dave how we feel man what's
2: up boys it was a fun little week and we got a lot more fun coming up i was bitching at you a little bit before we started mike about the baseball and i am just i'm so done with it now but so we're all march madness ready to go uh got a few picks here it's a fun time of year it's a fun week and speaking of white 80s have you guys seen that there's getting a little bit of trubisky traction he's gonna end up being a starter somewhere
1: yeah, the New York Giants apparently with Daniel Jones, but also shout out to us as well. We're building our streaks just like Wordle. We're doing back-to-back episodes for the first time since January.
2: Oh, I know. Baby. I hope we don't. I hope we don't break the internet with these two.
1: Yeah, look Jesus. at
0: us. Jesus, yeah, look at us. My goodness, Dave, you talked about uh, about the MLB though. You're all sick of it. I'm. I, I. I'm not too in touch with what's been going on over the last couple of days, but. You want to fill us in and kind of, I mean, some talk about some international draft. What's, what's Nah, this?
2: fuck, fuck them all. You don't even want to know about it. I'm too into the weeds this week, anyways, because I started researching for fantasy baseball. My draft is on Friday, and once that's done, I won't have to look at it again. Maybe we'll we'll get Twitter back to normal, but I have streamlined my life. It's only football notifications and anything college basketball. Nothing else matters right now. Fuck baseball. We'll find out more about it in a couple of weeks, hopefully. That's it. Fuck them all.
0: All right. All right. That's fair. That's fair. Let's put that one on the back burner. Uh, you know, we, we've got a lot coming up. You mentioned March Madness. We got the conference tournaments uh, kicking off here. Actually, uh, I believe today for most conferences, some actually kicking off tomorrow. Uh, and look, tomorrow we also got the Players Championship down there in Florida. And look, this is this is a great lineup. There's a lot of big names. That are gonna be teeing off tomorrow. Thomas, Rom, McElroy, Morikawa, Scheffler, just to name a few boys. I know you're heavy on Rom 24 7 ever ever since he won you a bunch of money last year, actually the last two years. Uh do you like Rom? Is there anyone else <laughs> in the field that you, you think we gotta be looking at here?
1: One, I just think it's great too. This is a great little warm up before the Masters, too. Like this is March Madness right before this preview to um, the masters with this golf tournament. And like you said, $20 million purse. That's why we have 48 of the world's top 50 golfers showing up to this surprise. Phil Mickelson didn't want to, but he's probably in Saudi Arabia somewhere. So hopefully he's okay. But um, <laughs> I love John Rahm this week. I've been off him just watching and man, watching him putt and short game. It looks like I'm watching YouTube play golf. If I ever did that. And he's really been struggling, but he is still number one in the world. Um, shooting off the tee. So if he figures that out, he should cruise. And this is the first time he's had double digit odds all year. Since honestly, I think the U S open in 2021, which you won when he was 10 to one, he was 14 to one, got bet down to 12 to one. I got him at 12 to one too. So I did a little taste. So I hopefully can build my bankroll for March. But, um, one other person I like too, and I think is a breakout candidate is Sam Burns this year, but he's got good. He's got good value. I've seen him anywhere between 30 to 50 to one odds, but, um, I think he'll be able to make a move, but I don't know if he's going to be able to finish. Give me Rom all day. He's my boy. This is his year, 2022. You Rob, guys got any thoughts on this? Did we you Rodden. see
2: Rom? Did you see Rom miss that like six-inch putt at the? Army yeah, Palmer?
1: I, I saw today too that he switched his putter from last week. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, it's those are like his. Um, he's married and shout out, he's going to have a second kid too. But um, those putters are like his exes. Man, he can't quit them.
2: Just throw them into the water where they don't treat you right.
1: Honestly, he should have.
2: Uh,
0: boys, you've never seen you you've never seen either of our short games. I mean, that the bump and run that Dave's got not only on not only around the green but in the cart too. If you know what I'm saying, uh, <laughs> he is absolutely electric, absolutely electric on the on the greens there. Um, the, the bump and run, the close cousin of the toot and scoot. Yeah, the, you know, the, the par three, find a key uh, <laughs> mentality. So,
1: Mary- who are your <laughs> friends telling you all this stuff? Because we know you're not making this no, up. That's the no, great line.
2: You should be going the other way on the course, too. We want to even out the jitters. We don't want to be getting more antsy.
0: Right, right. Oh, my yeah. God. Oh, man. But, yeah, I, look, boys, I, I, I don't hate it. I mean, he's, he's obviously a heavy favorite. You know me with my favorites. I'm on a guy who's already got a win under his belt this year. A couple weeks ago at the century, Cam Smith. Cam Smith, he's uh what uh 30 to one. 30 to one to win it. Uh look, he's fifth in GERS uh on the on the FedEx standing so far this year. I know there hasn't been a ton, uh ton of action so far, but he's putting the ball well and getting there. Well, in regulation, giving himself a chance to score, and that's in my mind, that's that that's what golf's about. He also too finished last year third in sand recoveries. So even even when this guy's putting himself in bad situations, he's getting out of it, and then he's knocking down putts as well. So I I, I love I love him. I'm definitely gonna I'm gonna play that action playing with house money so far in 2022. Uh, so we're gonna be putting we're gonna be putting a little bit of action on him. Uh, come this come really tonight. We gotta we gotta lock that baby down. But, uh, Davey, Davey brackets. Before we get to the brackets, final thoughts on the players.
2: Yeah, just a couple plays that I'm gonna make this weekend. Uh, I'll talk more about it when we get to Masters time. But I'm gonna pick Patrick Cantley in every single major this year. I just think he's due. He finished last year really strong, won the FedEx Cup. He's twenty to one this week. Weather's gonna be pretty shitty. I think Blaze kind of mentioned it, so it should be interesting as it is. Um, it was pretty bad last week at the Arnold Palmer, and they were all complaining about it. Um, so we'll see how everyone does. And another guy that I like this week is Victor Hovland. He's been really good this year. Um, you throw out the, the Waste Management Open where he didn't make the cut. Um, he finished second last week, finished fourth at the Genesis Open a couple weeks ago. Um, and he's got two wins already this year. So another guy that's – he's at 22-1, to one, so I like him too. And if you're on DraftKings, if you want to just go all favorites, you can do – Rahm, JT, Scheffler, and Hovland all to make the cut, and you're going to get it at plus 125. Not a bad bet.
1: I think I do like that bet. And, Merrick, just going back to what you said, Cam Smith, his game has totally evolved since he's been on the tour, and he's basically the complete opposite of John Rahm right now. His game around the green is the best in the world. And um, like we talked about, this is going to be some bad weather. So um, you're going to have to hit those fairways. And if you're not, you're going to be able to need to play out of that rough and in the sand. And Cam Smith can definitely do that. And he'll take advantage of those greens, too, especially if they're going to be really soft with all this weather coming in on the weekend. So um, we'll see how it goes. But, yeah, Dave, I like that um, DraftKings um, thing. Is that a promo or is that just a bet that you saw?
2: It is a promo. So its it's odds are boosted. But, dude, talk about a Sunday. It's one of the best Sundays of the year, probably. you got the players wrapping up. You're going to have Selection Sunday, and you'll have the SEC Championship alongside the Big Ten Championship as the day is going on.
1: No, oh, yeah, life is good. Can't complain. And also, don't forget to move your clocks forward, too. So, Sunday yeah. around 7 o'clock on Sunday, which is nice when me me, and Dave are drafting the Calcutta, and Merrick's watching us virtually.
2: Yeah, Mikey, did you hear that? Blaze is officially in, and it's going to be us, me, him, and uh, Hap at the auction, so.
0: Uh, oh, so you're in for Kubuja's spot? Yeah, is, they called, yeah. they
2: called into the pen, bringing oh, in the big geez. one. Oh, we finally geez. we finally succumb to Blaze's pressures. This is the year.
0: Um, I already know I'm going to be hung titty all day on Sunday after the uh the St. Paddy's Day festivities down here, but uh yeah, you get you guys are going to have to tap me in when that's going down.
2: Yeah, it should be a good time. It'll be good.
1: Merrick Silent Investor.
0: Silent investor,
2: angel. investor. Well, well, yeah, that's what I was telling him, though. Merrick Blazes was basically leaning, like, Yeah, I'll be in, but like, I'll just do remote and I'll give you some of the teams. I'm like, You can't do that because it, it's too r- rapid fire. It's going to be right after the brackets announced, and you almost have to be there. And then it ends up just being me and half drunk yelling at everybody and well, doing, I saw, doing, I told, doing the bids.
1: This and is our good no prelude. Good. This is our good prelude to the Illini, but I told Hep. I'll do this and I'll go in all the way. I'll split whatever you want. And like, if someone else doesn't want any, I'll take more equity, but I told him I'm not doing a line. eye this year. I'm not touching that shit after last year.
2: Dude, that's so. fine. We do not have to bid on the eye whatsoever. And I know we like to bid on everybody. And we can talk strategy on Sunday, but I don't even want to bid on them. Don't even get tempted to take them. Cause we're going to have a, an emotional interest in them anyways.
1: Yeah. But no, yeah. Let's get to it. Let's talk about some college hoops, Merrick. Um, Merrick, were you watching Sunday up down in Dallas for th- that Big Ten game?
0: No, you know what I was doing doing Sunday. You really want to know, boys? I spent nine hours in the fucking Denver airport.
2: Oh, no, that's, that's right. Not- you were sitting there doing it. Nine they don't have the Big hours- Ten network.
0: Nine hours. I was sitting there, and then I ended up, uh, ended up, I ended up taking a red eye flight to Houston. I walked in my front door. You want to talk about a shift, boys. Listen to this Monday. Walked into my door, 2.30 in the morning, 5.30 a.m. Alarm went off. Kid was at work by 7.15.
1: Merrick, I'm not a geographical expert in Texas yet, but isn't Houston east of Dallas? Why did you fly it's in there? South of Dallas. South of Dallas. Okay. So I flew
0: into Houston, and then they they connected me up to to
2: Dallas. So,
1: okay. Yeah.
0: Not 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 ideal, but uh, anyways, yeah. God, at- Mikey,
2: you're getting burned with flights even when you're at the airport on time.
0: Right. I'm three hours early. I was three
1: hours early. How in. was the actual slopes though?
0: Oh, they were awesome. They were fantastic. We got d- dump snow on both days.
1: So, how were the actual slopes? <laughs> no, they were good.
0: No, really, there it was. A, it was a ton of fun. Uh, riding the blues and the greens. Um, uh, yeah, stopped along the way. You know, drank some beers and enjoyed the views
2: and. Yeah,
0: it was
1: a
2: good time. Eric's awesome.
1: got all this golf lingo and he doesn't understand the ski lingo apparently. So we'll talk about that off air. But um
2: no, he was that's what he was saying. He actually was skiing. He stayed on the blues and greens.
1: No, yeah, bachelor party in Denver, I'm sure he had a good time. So um anything else we want to hit on before we get into college hoops?
2: No. <laughs> so your, tra- like- your transitions are incredible. Oh. <laughs> just, <laughs> this thing's going places, boys.
0: <laughs> oh, if only you guys knew how many people actually listen. Dave, week. get
2: those shirts made. I know. I got to get the T-shirts made for all of our listeners.
0: Yeah, all six of them last week.
1: What? You... God, we shouldn't have took that month off. <laughs> we went from
2: well, we went from seven to six, but we lost twenty percent of our listeners. No,
0: we, we lost we, yeah, we lost sixty seven percent. The last the, the, the prior three episode average was sitting there at uh. 17, 18.
2: All right, we're just gonna we're just gonna keep chipping away at it though. Just keep the content pumping. It'll be good. It. Yeah, we we Love got it. a lot of
1: content this upcoming month, so let's get some let's get All some right, winners let's, and let's get some listeners back.
0: <laughs> let's let's do let's hey, let's do it like you like you did it on Sunday, boys. Let's storm the court here. Let's talk I feel really left hoop. out
2: now. I'm the only one out of the podcast who's never stormed the court. Yeah, I didn't storm the court.
0: Yes, you did. Don't lie. All right. hey, let's let's start with. Well, let's start with the Big 12. Opinions on who's going to take this Big 12 conference tournament uh, here this weekend?
1: I can't believe I'm saying this, but I think it's Kansas. I think I don't think Baylor's that invested in this. They won the NCAA tournament last year and they want to have a good showing, so there's no need to go all in. I think Kansas wants some momentum to make sure they can lock up a 2 seed, or heck, even get that one seed if they win it all. Um, I take Kansas here. I've seen them at plus two fifty to plus three. They're going to have a tough game against Texas tech in the semis. But, um, I think if they win that game, they're going to take it home Saturday night in, um, Kansas city, Missouri.
2: I completely agree with you. I think that they can leapfrog Auburn to get into that last one seed. I think Baylor's pretty firmly in as a, as, as another one. Um, and I'm with you, I th- winning it last year. I don't think they really give a shit about this tournament.
0: Yeah. I, I look, I bet them once this year on the, on, on, our favorite, uh, our favorite son, Max ticket. I haven't been following big 12 too much, but you, you, you got to think Kansas, maybe Baylor, uh, you know, do they meet in the finals? Yeah, the they're the one rank? two. All yeah, right. they're one two. Figured as much. Okay. Well, we'll get enough of the big time. Let's head, let's head to East. Let's go to the ACC. Uh, look, you've got a couple of good teams in here. Obviously you got Duke. Uh, you both are, are talking here about some teams that i we have never, you know, or at least have not been following from a uh, performance standpoint, Miami, Wake Forest. Dave, you're you're on Notre Dame a little bit, too.
2: No, no, no. I'm just putting them in there because these are some teams to watch in this because they're all on the bubble. Uh Matrix wow. has all those teams as uh, 11 or 12 seeds. Wake lost today. So they're you probably can take out. them off the bubble. So they're out. Yeah. Uh, Another team, I don't know if you saw Blaze Xavier just lost to Butler, too, in overtime. I think they're they're off, too. So, they're they're gone, too. Um, So, like, the likes of Notre Dame and Miami, I think if you win just your first game, you're probably in. Miami's going to play Boston College now tomorrow, and Notre Dame is going to play the winner of this Virginia Tech-Clemson game. So, I think that... Notre Dame, any one of those teams really—it's winning. You're in at this point because you got to remember, it's fun to talk about all these bubble teams, and be like oh, they have to win here, but they're also on the bubble because they fucking stink, so they can lose easily too to any one of any one of these teams.
0: Boys, why did you, well, you you get on here, Clemson and Virginia Tech to possibly make a run on this thing?
1: I do. I like both of them. They're actually playing right now, and it looks like Virginia Tech is going to. Um, pull away and their coach coach Wofford a couple years ago and they almost took Kentucky wire and they got a very similar fundamentally sound team shoot the three well play strong defense and run good offensive sets I think in the lower side of the bracket is kind of a mess it's North Carolina Notre Dame Wake Forest just lost so that side of the bracket's a lot easier I think Virginia Tech is going to be able to win those is they're going to be able to beat Notre Dame then beat North Carolina and then i think they're going to be able to upset duke i think 10 to 1 i think if you get 9 to 1 or 10 to 1 odds on them i think it's worth taking a flyer on i take virginia tech i just don't think once again like with duke i don't think they're going all in all in on this they don't care about that it's coach k's last acc conference tournament they want him to win a national title this doesn't mean much in the long run for their seeding either i think they're locked in at a 2 seed so give me Votech take a flyer on them. They still need to keep winning to make ensure they're in the tournament. So I'd like them nine to one in this one.
2: I disagree. I think Duke wants to win this thing because they're pissed off about the North Carolina loss all season. The ACC has been Duke at the top and then a pretty big drop off down to North Carolina, Notre Dame and the rest of the league. So I think Duke cruises in this whole thing. And the only other thing I put in here, if you wanted to, to take a bit of a flyer uh, brand name team at a generic team price, Virginia is fifteen to one right now. They got to play Louisville later tonight, and then they would have to get past North Carolina. And they're in that lower part of the bracket Blaze, that you mentioned, so they just have to beat Duke in the last game.
0: Not a not, not a not a bad little uh, not a little, bad little chance to put a couple flyers out there uh, possibly for that. But to your point, it is it is Duke's almost to lose, and I, I bet a lot of people at that university are unhappy after that uh, that the last home game for Coach K. At Cameron Indoor, uh, but let's stay in the South. The SEC. This isn't football. They're, they're not dominating dominating the the uh, the court here. You guys are both. That, on you're the wrong hockey. about
2: that. They they might be the best conference in all of basketball.
1: Yeah, outside the Big Twelve, the SEC is the second best.
2: Yeah, and I kind of put in here. I think the SEC though might end up being like the Big Ten last year. A lot of teams at the top, not as not as uh, good top to bottom. Um, but I don't think they're going to be really good in the tournament, but I do like – the SEC has played well and has a couple of really good teams this year.
1: Yeah, Dave, I'm with you. I think there's a couple teams specifically that have really underperformed this year, like Alabama, Mississippi State, Florida, and then there's teams who have kind of exceeded expectations, Auburn, Tennessee, and Arkansas. So it will be interesting, but they definitely have the Big Ten vibes given off. It will be interesting to see where these teams go in the Calcutta.
2: Yeah, I completely agree. Kentu- it's Kentucky's to lose. I
1: have – Uh, a future on that. Well, not really. They could run
2: into anybody, but I like Kentucky the most. I, uh, I have a future on them 18 to one. So I'm going to be rooting for them in the tournament Um, here though. I think if you want to take a flyer, Alabama has some really, really good wins on their, on their their belt here. Some Uh, really
1: bad losses too.
2: I I, I know they got some really bad losses, but I mean, they beat Gonzaga, they beat Baylor and they beat Houston. All phenomenal non-conference wins. Um, They're they're fifteen to one to win it. They'd have to sneak by Kentucky in that second round. They're not going to have any issues with Georgia or Vanderbilt in the first round tomorrow.
1: Yeah, Dave. The only thing is, this is like my thing with football, like college basketball. It is hard to beat a th- team three times in a row, and Kent- and Kentucky's going to have to beat Alabama three times in a row this time on a neutral court to advance. But Kentucky is an absolute weapon. Oscar Tshiebwe, absolute stud. Ken Palm's favorite player in college basketball. Kentucky plus one hundred and ninety. I still think is good value because I don't know if Alabama is going to be able to beat LSU to advance. They're going to have a walk in the park this Sunday. Auburn, Tennessee, or Arkansas—they're all going to be battling out, grinded, tired. Gimme Kentucky plus one hundred and ninety. We'll take another favorite.
0: Wow! Wow! You've been you've been taking a couple pages out of the Mike Merrick fucking playbook there i like it hey
1: man your your wordle streak it's changing me i wanna
2: i wanna find this tweet because i was gonna send it to you guys i should have but I'm pretty sure that's disproven that it's hard to beat a team three times. Like, the, the team that's 2-0 and wins, like, 70% of the time outright and covers the spread, like, 56% of the time. Oh,
1: Dave, I know you're right. You know why I just think this? Because in Andrew High School football, we smoked HF, like, 52-14. to 14, Then two weeks later, we played them again and lost in the playoffs. So <laughs> well, it's, that's, it's, just, that's psychological bias. It, it,
2: it's anecdotal confirmation bias, I like. Yes, it. yes.
1: Yeah,
0: but at the same time. But that's time- gambling, though. Yeah, but at the same time, boys, they also had uh, a Division One star come back into that playoff game, and
1: they had two
0: <laughs> take control of it, take control. Yeah, you of I alumni, or actually, you know what? I don't know about those two; they still might be there. Um, but look, speaking of speaking of the B one G Big Ten boys, you're liking Purdue plus one seventy five. I think I I think they got a little bit of a chip on their shoulder as well uh, coming into the tournament and really just how the year ended for them so I, I i don't i don't hate that
1: yeah so i have a flyer on this team in the future and it's it's absolute dog shit and i kind of want to win some of this money back and i think this team is by far the most motivated to win it cuz they need to win this cuz if they can get up to a 2 seed they can play an in Indy in the first two rounds and then be in the chicago region and play in someone like auburn as a 1 seed which would be huge for them um it essentially be a home game in the lead eight or sweet 16 And another thing is this team has not put together a consistent effort. I don't even think they've covered the spread since January. This is how bad they've been playing. They need to put it together. They're on an easy side of the bracket, too. They're they're avoiding Illinois, Iowa, Michigan, Indiana. um, And they're going to – I'm sorry. They're playing Wisconsin in the semis most likely. And Johnny Davis might not be 100% healthy. So Wisconsin might not even be going all in for that. I like Purdue. They have to be motivated to play this. They're playing in Indy in front of a huge home crowd, most likely. If they can't get up for this, there's no need to even wager on them or have any hope in the NCAA tournament.
2: You can get odds
1: a little bit longer than that too, if
2: you're if you can bet outside of Illinois. Those plus 175, they're they're that short because it doesn't include Illinois.
1: Yeah. So how does that work? Say you take Purdue in a legitimate um, book, and Illinois ends. Purdue ends up losing them in the finals. Does that you is that bet voided? I assume it's it's
2: no bet. Yeah. So okay. it's like it's similar to the national championship, if Illinois wins a national championship, all their tickets are void in the state of Illinois. Okay. Interesting. Good to know. Yeah. Hey. But hey. yeah, so you can oh. get them, you can get Purdue, I think, at like plus 250 or even plus 300 at some of the books outside of Illinois.
0: Anybody anybody else in the Big Ten that you guys like? Boys it, it I know you mentioned Iowa. Like what what are their odds to win? Yeah, I'm, I saw I'm...
1: Iowa play in person. I was extremely impressed. Those Murray brothers, those guys must have ate something. Their wingspan is out of this world. They Their verticals are probably 36 to 40 40 inches. Look like me playing high school volleyball out there. I like Iowa to make this to um, beat Illinois in the semis, and I think they're going to lose to Purdue in the finals. But man, Iowa might be a team to take a flyer on in the NCAA tournament. They look like a second weekend team the way they're playing.
2: You you talk about them compared to Purdue also like teams going in different directions. Purdue started the season at super high, and kind of came down. Iowa started the season not looking good at all. Didn't play any defense. They've played a lot better lately. And just watching that entire game, you're right. The Murray brothers look phenomenal. Um, and I, I mean, Keegan Murray, the, the, it's been the biggest development I think for Illinois is last year. If you could have thrown Carter Hawkins, at Crutwig uh, instead of having to have Kofi get destroyed the entire game. It could be a different game against Loyola. Him That's being up point. Keegan Murray was, was awesome to see. Um So I'm really excited to see what Illinois does. I'm trying to be a little bit more quiet this year about how confident I am in Illinois, but – Hoping for the best. Um, the team that I'm going to take a flyer on is Rutgers. I think Rutgers is much better than their record shows. They're on the bubble. They've got a double buy. They're going to just have to get by Iowa. And I think we both agree that I don't think this is Illinois's be all end all. Sweet sixteen or bust. So if you can get by Iowa, I think you can scoop past Illinois. And, and it, Rutgers is thirteen to one on on DraftKings, which I think is entirely too long for a team with this much talent.
1: Is this David? Are they playing this conference tournament at the rack?
2: Well, that's the thing, right? Is they're really good at home and they're they're not that good on neutral neutral floors. And it's the uh, the Jersey Mike's Arena now. Oh, yeah, Sorry, sorry.
1: Might be a future sponsor. We don't want to screw that up. <laughs> right.
0: Wait, are you talking about three guys from Southside sponsoring a basketball team? <laughs> well, no, that's the that that Rutgers changed a, their be...
1: stadium name to Jersey to Jersey Mike's. It's no longer. It used to be called the Rack. I think it's the Rutgers Athletic Center and they got a sponsorship, but I think everyone calls it the rack. It's like an awesome place. It's an old gym, 5,000 people. You're standing on top of each other. And I don't think th- they lost there a couple of games, but they've beaten some really good teams.
0: Yeah. Never been, never been.
2: Mary, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's analogous to the, um, to the jar, the John A. Ryan, they call it the jar yeah. Rutgers, the rack it's called the rack because it used to be called the Rutgers athletic center.
0: Oh, the jar. That was a yeah, that's that the same terrible. thing. That was a that was a bad barn. I mean, that was you know standing room only after three rows.
2: Well yeah, I mean Coombs had to put the program on the map and then they finally built a new arena.
0: <laughs> Long legs You can skate. <laughs> they got uh, they got
2: some of those uh, Chicago dollars from us out there and then they that's all they needed.
0: Yeah, they were paying for all that chowder. Right. Um, it was a dude, it was all that it was that hair salon money, that's all it was. Right. Um <laughs> uh look let's let's wrap this thing up we got the pac-12 and the big east uh let's go out west uh blaze you like oregon state here
1: no i was just saying last year they were 80 to one and they won it all and then made the elite eight they lost today they made the elite eight last year and they finished their season three and 28 that is almost impossible Three
2: wins. They had as many wins in the tournament last year as they had
1: all this season. I know like the most flukiest elite eight I can ever remember. And like just another slap in the face for Illini fans. That's who we would have played to get Uh, to the final four. So mm. just just a gift that keeps on giving um, Loyola. So going back to this, though, um, I I like two specific teams. This Oregon team, 12 to one, there's value there. They have talent. They have all these transfers. But they have not put anything together, and it looks like this team hates each other. So if you have a little spending money that you want to put a a touch on, 12-1, to they're probably 10-1 to now since they won today. But I also like UCLA. Mick Cronin does a great job in March and April. He did it last year going to the Final Four and almost knocking off um, Gonzaga. UCLA has this March experience. Arizona is still raw. New coach who's never been here before. Give me Mick Cronin and UCLA to win this. They're plus 190 just like Kentucky, so – May if you want to get a little interesting and maybe get a nice little payout to UCLA per don't and Kentucky to win their respective conference tournaments. And that can probably pay out anywhere from 15 to 18 to one.
0: Ooh, I don't, I don't know if Lube's site allows that, but I might give that a gander. That you, doesn't look bad.
1: UCLA might one of those
2: teams that'll probably be underseated compared to like their metrics, just because they had a couple of, uh, of surprising losses this year. Uh, specifically to Arizona State and to Oregon twice. I'm looking at their Ken Palm right now, so they'll probably be a little bit underseeded unless they win this thing. I just think this is Arizona's to lose here. I think
1: they're going to be motivated to win. They're minus 120. I would take Arizona. I know they're by far the most athletic, competent team. I just don't know if they have that um experience. They're all young team, and this coach is his, this is his first time in the Big Dance. So we'll see how it goes.
0: I like the Big East tournament. I think historically too, guys. Uh, you know, kind of going going back out east. That tournament's had a lot of very historic, I think, conference championships over the years. I know everyone remembers what that was it seven or eight overtimes, two buzzer beaters in that game. Um, You're at Madison Square Garden. Blaze, you like Nova. Why?
1: Um, I just think once again, senior leadership, Colin Gillespie is one of the best point guards in the country. Um, he actually hurt his knee in this um, tournament last year and wasn't able to play in the big dance. He's going to want revenge at this. It's a low number again, but I just think Providence was a little too fluky. They're a tough team, but I don't know if they're going to have what it takes to win three games in the Big East to um, win it all. Villanova's going to have to get through UConn in the semis, which should be an awesome rematch of um, that game in stores about a month ago when Villanova blew a five-point lead with one minute left. I think Villanova will want, want revenge, and they, win this, and they win this game easily, and they win this tournament easily. I'm sorry. Excuse me.
2: This is the one tournament here. I'm not going to take a, the, the favorite here. I do agree. I think Villanova is easily the best team in that conference. Um, but I'm going to take Marquette. In this one, they're eight to one uh, fluky things happen in the biggest tournament. As you said, Merrick and Marquette was the, maybe the flukiest team in all the country behind Providence and Wisconsin kind of caught lightning in a bottle this year. Not a lot expected of them ended up being fantastic. So I'm going to take Marquette to to win this one, eight to one.
0: Damn, eight to one. I, I, I do like those odds. I do like those odds. Uh, you know who also might like those odds? Uh our our guy down in Atlanta, Calvin Ridley. Oh man. (laughs) Let's talk about this before we wrap here. This is unbelievable. This guy's going out there betting on games. What are you thinking?
2: He was out he was out at the time though. Mental health. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter.
1: Yeah, my take a, a stupid incident. I think it's they're banning him for a whole season and then you look at guys like Tyreek Hill. Greg Hardy back in the day and all this stuff going on. And then he made one mistake. And then there's all these NFL teams that are partnering with bookies too. Like if you search Calvin Ridley on an algorithm on Twitter or the news, a sports book is going to come up with that ad. It's just like, it's like cigarettes right now. I think Ridley got a bad deal. He's being made an example of, and Jesus, the Miami dolphins owner was saying he would pay a hundred thousand dollars for each loss. He hasn't even been punished yet.
2: That's I think that's the best thing that people should be comparing it to the Ray Rice, uh, Tyreek Hill stuff isn't a really good comparison because this is about integrity of the game, not like a character issue like that. And I agree. It's just it's just as bad. But I don't think that's the comparison. I think the comparison is to the Dolphins owner who may or may not have been incentivizing tanking. You can't have that. If you're going to buddy up and be partners with these massive books and legalized gambling, you cannot have anybody questioning the results of the games. It would be like if, if the uh, Tim Donaghy thing happened right now, equivalent to the NFL, and you find out people were throwing games or were involved in it, it would be a massive black eye because for years of completely ignoring gambling on the games – it's completely embraced now within like the course of two years so I think they needed to do this as an example and I apparently Calvin Ridley's never heard of Pete Rose getting banned for life or else he would have known not to do this but he probably didn't think anything about it because he was sitting out for a while um, and I already said why don't you just like he should partner up in his year off partner up with DraftKings or something and put out the Ridley Parlor every week ride with Ridley profit boost oh ride with Ridley that's
0: good that's good Eight teamer
2: gotta- eight teamer you must pick the Falcons to win. Oh, I like
0: that, Dave. I like that a lot. Um Didn't Evander Kane in the NHL just get just get pinned for this too? Oh, that motherfucker, he has been brutal. He's an
2: idiot. And he's what did he do? Shit.
0: And he's broke as shit.
2: Oh, super broke.
0: Uh, actually, Is he really? No, never mind. He wasn't Oh, yeah, he's dude, he's he's in the hole like 26 schmo.
2: How? Uh, he's actually, got he's got gambling problems.
0: Yeah, but it wasn't on games. It wasn't that, on that, the games. It wasn't on games. That's right. That's right. You he just, declared
2: bankruptcy in January of, of last year after amassing $26.8 million
1: of debt. God, so he Mike, would just gamble good. and lose all his money in Vegas? Yeah. yeah. Jesus. That's crazy.
0: He was the one also on social media who was doing push-ups with bricks of money uh, on his back and like on the ground. So um, I think he deserved it. But... Nonetheless, fellas, let's wrap this thing up. Last thing, what are you most excited for? What's your number one play of the weekend? What are you betting?
1: Um, I think for me it's Purdue plus 175 to win the Big Ten. And look at it this way. Purdue plays Illinois in the finals, and they lose. You win your money back if you're betting in Illinois in a legalized site. I think that's good value. Purdue, I'll ride and die with them. That's, That's who my play is in March. I invested them in November. Let's hope it pays off.
2: Brackets? I would parlay Duke to win the ACC tournament with Arizona to win the Pac-12. Wow. yeah, come, That's come that's my favorite plays of the weekend because like, I'm like i very confident in both those. Duke is my favorite pick of the weekend. I think they completely crush everybody.
0: That's fair. That's fair. I'm, I'm, I'm
2: absolutely ecstatic for, for Sunday, too. That's going to be a ton of fun. I'm going to start drinking probably around like one or two. Feel nice and toasty for selection time, and we got to bang out the brackets pretty early and get ready for the Calcutta.
0: Yeah, and then hey, get a couple glasses of red wine, in you at night put you right to sleep. You'll be, you'll be good. Hey, this is this is my this is my pick. And look, it was my only pick on the show today, uh, but we're going to the fucking land down under. I swear to God, we're we're all going. Cam Smith, he's gonna he's gonna win it thirty to one. I'm putting I'm putting a half unit on it. Why not? Why not? see what we get out of it see what we get but uh look, fellas great catching up as always and listeners thanks for tuning in we'll catch everybody next week good luck and happy
1: gambling.
0: peace
1: to rest
2: don't you cry no